You're a kid in the back of a car, looking out the window in a daze. It's late, and there's nothing to keep your mind busy. So you imagine something beside your car. Something running. Is it chasing you? You don't know. But it's always right there. Never going too far ahead, or too far behind. This is something many of us have imagined as children. For some, it's a dog, or even another car. But it's always something. We know realistically, nothing is out there. That is just a figment of our imagination. But what if there is something out there? Always coming a little closer. And what would happen if that so-called imaginary figure caught up? This type of daydream of something chasing your car is a phenomenon that seems to reach back for years. It's something that isn't always talked about yet appears constantly in the minds of children. In 1957, Jack Kerouac even mentions this horror in a book called On the Road. The expert goes as follows, followed. Then I began talking. I never talked so much in my all my life. I told Dean that when I was a kid and rode in cars, I used to imagine I held up a big scythe in my hand and cut down all the trees and posts, even sliced every hill that zoomed past the window. Yes, yes, Dean yelled. I used to do it too, only different scythe. Tell you why. Driving across the west with the long stretches of my scythe had to be immeasurably longer, and I had to curve over distant mountains, slicing off their tops, and even reach another level to get a further mountains, and at the time, clip off every post along the road. End of expert. Even without discussing these daydreams, it seems like we all have collectively shared a similar experience as this. So I asked people around me if the experiences were similar, and I found mostly similar results. For my sister, it was a motorcycle. For my cousin, it was a man doing parkour. For my mom, it was a dog. For the most part, these thoughts have been very harmless, something to pass the time while on a trip. However, I did get one response that was a little darker, something that stood out from the rest, which is the following interview. When I asked if this was something that happened with them, they responded that their experience was very similar, that they would imagine something like that all the time, but mostly when they're younger. Do you remember when it stopped, I asked? Well, it didn't really stop per se, more like I started avoiding it, paying more attention to what was inside the car and my siblings. Why is that? Well, when I was younger, I used to imagine a dog running beside our car. We had a lot of dogs at home at the time, so I imagined that they were following us. Sometimes that dog would hop and almost fly through the air while chasing the car. It was fun to imagine something like that. It made the long trips a lot shorter. But as I got older, it started to change a bit. I grew more scared of the thing following my car. In the day, it, it was usually alright, but when it got darker, its shadow seemed to grow larger. It was no longer appearing as an approachable dog. Instead, it seemed more unnatural. Like a mutilated hound. I can't bring to mind what exactly it looked like, but I remember with it had long, spin, spinely legs and sharp teeth that could easily rip through anything if it wanted to. I remember at night, 
I remember as night fell, it would start to get closer and closer to the car, appearing larger and larger with every second, until it was almost the size of the truck we were driving. When it was growing, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I wanted to. Oh, I wanted to, but it seemed so... real. That if I looked away, it might attack or... or go somewhere else, but I must have blinked or something, for as I was watching it, it... it just disappeared. When this happened, I felt relieved. When this... the fear that was growing inside me started to disperse. I still felt paranoid, of course. Looking, but I, uh, looking all around for it to see if I could see it's retreating back to trees. Finally, when I was satisfied that it must have gotten bored and left, I started to turn away. But before I could, the creature appeared right beside us. The fear that I had just dispersed slammed back into me, for the creature was now right beside us, staring at me through the window with its large, beady red eyes. I screamed, and my mom almost drove off the road. Maybe, maybe that's what it wanted. To hurt us? To, to scare us? I was pretty much frantic at the time. My mother couldn't even figure out what happened. To the day, this day, I still don't know if I was imagining it, or if I was just too tired, and... I don't know. I don't even remember the exact shape anymore. But I do remember the fear. I don't think I've ever felt immense fear since... It felt like my insides were dissolving, like they were turning outwards. I was so shaken up. My mom thought I was just having another nightmare, but I knew that couldn't be true, because my eyes were dry. Dry from looking out for so long, staring into those woods, watching it as it would go past. After that happened, I, I no longer looked out the window. Every now and then, when my eyes would drift, I would imagining that innocent little dog i'd see flashes of that creature and the fear would start to grow again and i had to look anywhere else i had to look on my phone or at the small decals that were at whatever we were driving most of the time i refused to sit in the passenger seat altogether deciding to drive instead i don't think it comes by when i'm driving maybe i don't have time to look at it then I haven't thought about that now, night in a while. I don't think I want to either. End of interview. As you can see, this interview stood out a lot more than the others. It took on a more darker approach to this common daydream, which leads to the question, why exactly does this phenomenon happen? Why is this daydream so similar for so many of us, and why does it incite so much fear into a few? As well as why is it always something chasing? In psychology today, daydreaming is described as representing a kind of mental rehearsal, maintaining the brain in a state of readiness to respond. We imagine these plots so we know how to respond, similar to making sure what you want to say when you go to an appointment, or imagine you will do well on a test. If daydreaming is a way to practice our responses, why do so many of us imagine something chasing us? Why not something more simpler, so more enjoyable? 
why does this daydreaming seem so inherent? If it's, is it instinct? Is our subconscious brain training us on how to get away? How to escape from the things that go bump in the night? Even being scared of the dark seems like a instinctual response. A fear that we've all had since we were little, or most of us anyways. We have many other responses like this, responses that keep us away from danger. We have touch to tell if something is too hot or too cold for our skin, taste and smell to see if something is rotten or inedible, and eyes and ears so that we can always be looking out for danger. All these attributes have been developed to keep us away from from danger. So could this be another one of those responses? A way that our brain makes sure we stay away from the darkness and away from anything that could be lurking. As well as making sure we're able to get away from anything when we stray too far into that darkness. Whether these questions will be answered or not, it seems like the phenomenon will remain. And for some, it will remain a pleasant experience, a pleasant memory to share with friends. However, For others, it may simply continue to be a horror that haunts their minds.